Spotify. Hello. Thank you for choosing the Lackadaisical Libricubicularist Podcast. Without further delay, here is your host, Jordan Maywood. Hello! Welcome to the Liberal Cube. My name is Jordan Maywood, and I am the Lackadaisical Liberal Cubicularist. Today within the Liberal Cube is our video games day. Yes, we are here. You and I, and us, to discuss video games on a Thursday, no less. Hmm, combine the both, what do you get? Video Games Day. Lovely. Uh, I usually give out spoiler warnings at the top of every episode. However, I don't think it makes sense for this episode, so I'm not going to do it. However, I just said that, so... Huh, that's kind of a spoiler warning, isn't it? Yeah. Whatever! Let's move on to... If you like what you hear, and by that I mean this podcast, not just sort of the ambient noises in a room at any given moment, the only payment I ask is a million dollars. No, that is ridiculous. The only payment I ask is perhaps you pass the podcast on to a friend. Perhaps you rate and subscribe and comment in iTunes, because that right there is what helps others find the podcast. Huh, that's how it works. It's like math. (coughs) Basically. Cough, cough. Speaking of basically, I've noticed I say the word basically a lot in podcasts, so I'm trying to stop doing that. Hmm. That will basically take us into today's sponsor, which is the Super Heroin Drug Rehabilitation Center. Once again, today's sponsor is the Super Heroin Drug Rehabilitation Center. Thank you to them. This episode's a little different, just in that I've never done one like it. (laughs) I guess that makes it as different as anything. Uh, In that, I have brought back today two, count them two iPhone games. Huh. I brought back iPhone games before, but never an entire episode devoted to them. Uh, The reason I have done this is because recently Steam, the platform on your computer that allows you to buy video games, had a big sale. And uh, I am sort of playing through games that I have purchased on that sale. And my plan is to bring them all back in one episode. The reason that is taking me a little bit longer than normal is because one of the games is titled Witcher. That's the word witch with an E-R on the end. It's very, very long and very, very good, and I'm having very, very much fun with it. So, uh, it's taking a little longer. So I figured in the sort of interim, I should perhaps get out a video games day if possible. And it is possible because I have been playing on my iPhone, as I do. Do you love it? Good, I will continue. Game the first, it is called Marvel colon, not Marvel colon, Marvel and then a colon, and then War of Heroes. War of Heroes. It is kind of a card battle game, sort of. The reason I throw in the the kind of sort of is because normally in a card battle game, you will have cards with sort of 
stats on them that battle other cards. And that, I guess, kind of takes place in this. But it's much less in the sort of battling side of things and probably more heavily influenced and influential on the collecting of various cards kind of side of things. Does that make any sense, I hope? Um, it may very well. I've played a game like this before, and really the only difference I can see is that when I played it before, it was sort of set in a kind of fantasy kind of realm, whereas this one, which is apparently very, very popular, uh, is sent in the Marvel Universe, so that's pretty cool. Uh, in fact, popular to the point where uh, they just, the creators of this game, who are sort of constantly updating it, so that's, so that's nice, uh, just released a sort of uh, a thank you, I guess you could say, because they just reached 6 million players of this game. And that's a lot, especially for an iPhone game. Let me, uh, I've written down sort of how this quote-unquote game slash collection thing, <laughs> it's kind of hard for me to call it a game. Uh, I'm saying bad things about it, but I'm goddamn addicted to this thing. Uh, it's like every spare second I have, I find myself playing this and trying to collect and upgrade and get new cards and new abilities. And I don't know. It's just a, it's a lot of... <laughs> is it a lot of fun, though? I was going to say it's a lot of fun. I'm not quite sure it is. It's a lot of addictingness. Okay, so let me see how it's sort of broken up. First, there is missions. Now, missions is why I'm kind of being a little not nice to it, because a mission is basically you will have one sort of main card in your deck. Uh, you will then go into a mission, and then you will then push a button, and the button will sort of indicate that you are fighting bad guys, and bad guys will be fought on screen by your card. However, all you're doing is pushing one button, and then it sort of takes over the action for you, so it's not exactly a game or exciting. However... There is rewards that you get. You can get, like, some silver. You can get various items that if you collect enough of them, you get, like, rare cards. You can uh, get other cards. Um, yes. Treasure chests. Oh. Hmm. Uh, then there's battling. Battling is a little bit closer to actual card battling, sort of. Just in that you create your deck, uh, I think it's up to five cards, is it five or six? I can't remember right now. Uh, you create that deck, you play against other players. However, uh, again, it's sort of that scenario of, okay, I'm going to battle this guy. I push a button, and then we have our battle. And that's what happens. There's no actual sort of battling other than pushing that initial button, which doesn't sound very fun. <laughs> the kind of the thing about this game. Describing it will not sound fun, and it will be hard to explain why I am somehow addicted to it, but uh, I, I think it's just the collecting of of cool cards with Marvel characters on them. I, I guess that's it. The next thing I've written down is fusion. So if you get two cards of the same type, you can usually, but not always, combine them combine them, and they sort of uh, level up into a different, more powerful card. Then there is boost. Boost is very important. You will... You have the ability to level up your cards. The way you do that is through missions. One, I believe battling also levels them up, but probably the quickest way to level them up is through boosting. 
So if you get, uh, and you will get lots and lots of shit cards that you're never going to use in a million years, when you get those, you have the option to sell them, but uh, you don't get too much money, and money doesn't seem to be much of a problem in this game. Like, I have a million silver silver coins and nothing to spend them on, really. So what you do is sort of destroy these not very good cards, and it sort of creates a fiery ball that flies into the card you're trying to upgrade, which then gets upgraded. Uh-huh, yes. You can join an alliance. My alliance is Beauty and the Beast, it's called. Mm-hmm, yes. The silver and gold I mentioned. Gold, silver, you sort of win along the way. Gold is represents actual real money in this real world, which uh, I will admit, because of my addictiveness to this game, I did spend 10 bucks, but with the amount of hours I have put into this game, it kind of feels like 10 bucks is kind of worth the price of entry to get a little more powerful shits. Lastly, before I move on, I just wanted to tell you what my uh, deck sort of consists of, so you can see uh, kind of maybe what it's about a little bit. I have decided in this game to have an all-girl deck. Yeah, girls fight. You actually get, and it's funny because I didn't know this would happen, I just sort of stumbled upon it. If your uh, deck is comprised of all girls, you get certain uh, special ability when you battle other players called Dangerous Beauty. Oh, <laughs> uh, jeez. Anyways, so my deck uh, is made up of the Red She-Hulk. She's, I think, the most powerful girl in my deck. Then I also have the green She-Hulk. Yeah, a couple of She-Hulks, red and green. Perfect for Christmas time. Then I have Storm. Storm, of course, from X-Men. She's uh, pretty super powerful as well. My most recent addition is X-23, who's kind of a, a Wolverine. Uh, if you remember from, she had a couple appearances on, uh, I believe she was on the TV show. She was definitely in one of the movies. She has two claws and two Wolverines threes, that girl. And then lastly, uh, the only one who I actually don't know who it is, uh, which I'm just saying that in my deck, there's quite a few of these Marvel characters that are sort of what I would call deep poles that I, I don't actually know who they are. This one is called Enchantress. I don't actually know what she is from or what her deal is, but she's extremely powerful, so I like her. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, how about, for a little audience participation, if you are a fan of Enchantress, let me know what she does, what she's about, where she's from. I would love to hear from you. If you play this game, um, I think you can add people as like friends and join their teams and their alliances and stuff, so hey, do that maybe even. Okay, so that will take us to our next, and the last, coincidentally, iPhone game. Yeah. This one, <laughs> the title sort of jumped out at me, which is why I got it, and it was highly rated as well, if I do recall. It is called Ridiculous Fishing. Ridiculous Fishing. Folks, if you've listened to many of these podcasts, you will know... I love a little ridiculousness. Just a little bit. Fishing, uh, I could do without. Yeah. I don't really get fishing. However, when it is in video game form and the ridiculousness has been amped up, that is a different story altogether. Basically, boil... Oh, see, there's that basically again. But I think it works here. 
basically, when you boil it down to its simplest, you are a fisherman sitting in a boat on the water. You will have a fishing rod. On the end of the rod, you have a lure. The lure you will then cast and try your damnedest to get it to sink as deep as you possibly can. The way you do this is to sort of, I guess, strangely and counterintuitively um, avoid fish. <laughs> avoid fish and jellyfish on your way down, that is. And the way you do this is by tilting your iPhone. So if you tilt it to the right, your lure will move to the right of the screen. If you tilt it to the left, it's it fast, it's fast, it's fast. You got it? Then you've got to get as deep as you can. Uh, every time you hit a fish on your way down, you can only do it like a certain number of times. And uh, it sounds easy, but it gets pretty difficult. Then once you've either A, reached as deep as you can go, or B, hit too many fish, you start to reel her in. Now, on your way up, you want to hit fish. You want to hit as many fish as you possibly can. Don't hit jellyfish, though. Yeah, don't hit jellyfish. They take off uh, points, a.k.a. money. So, reeling up, reeling up, reeling up, you get to the top of the waterline, and what happens? The ridiculousness. So far, it's not too ridiculous, right? Well, just you wait. Uh, you reach the waterline, and then the fish suddenly, inexplicably, fly into the air. Why does it happen? I don't know. Physics cannot explain it. However, uh, in order to capture them after they have flied into the air, what you're going to want to do is pull out your gun. Pull out your gun and shoot the fish in the air. The more you shoot, the more die and explode, the more money you get to spend on upgrades. What the fuck mine came up with this? And uh, I loved it. It was a, a great amount of fun. Got most of the upgrades, other than the ones that I think would take uh, more hours than I'm kind of willing to put into this game. And uh, it's a lot of fun. Oh, uh, so I should rate things. I almost forgot that. Marvel War of Heroes. Jesus. <laughs> I don't know what to do with this one. It's kind of a weird thing. Um... The, okay, how about this? If I was to explain it to someone, I think my explanation would mean a 3 out of 5 rating. Yeah. However, if we rate a game by the amount of time I have put into it, uh, I'd go 5 out of 5. <laughs> so that is a convoluted rating, but makes sense to me. Ridiculous fishing... For an iPhone game, I, I don't like kind of putting that asterisk on it, for an iPhone game, but they're just not usually as good. I think the best one I've ever played, just on that note, and I think I did bring it back, I'm pretty sure, was uh, called The Room. So uh, if you're going to check out an iPhone game, that would be my number one recommendation. I've played tons of them, don't usually bring them back because they're kind of casual. I think is a way you can look at these style games, casual games. I am not a casual gamer. I am what I would consider a hardcore gamer who occasionally plays casual games. How about that? So I'd go three to three to four out of five for ridiculous fishing. Yeah, I, I think that'll end it. Just other than to say that Ridiculous Fishing also has a sense of humor about it, which uh, is very much appreciated, and that uh, did give me some laughs, which is unusual in a video game. It's not easy to do, I don't think. With that being said, 
I will say, as I do from time to time, 158 times now, I do believe, or is this 159? I believe this is 159th time I've said this, that it is nice to be nice to the nice. Thank you for listening. This has been another edition of the Lackadaisical Libra Cubicle Wrist. We here in the Libro Cube would love to hear from you. If for any reason you would like to contact us, you can do so via the email address, mailwood.jordan at gmail.com. And now I have a theory. I've got a theory that it's a demon, a dancing demon. Something isn't right there. I've got a theory. The best is yet to come, and babe, won't it be fine? You think you've seen the sun, but you ain't seen it shine. Wait till the warm-up's underway. Wait till our lips have met. Wait till you see that sunshine day You ain't seen nothing yet The best is yet to come and be Won't it be fine? The best is yet to come, come the day you're mine Live long and prosper